Hello and welcome to episode 66 of No Other Crack Pod. Clickety click, 66. Oh, I forgot about I don't bingo get, calls. I don't get clickety click because it doesn't really rhyme. No, then maybe they ran out of rhymes. Clickety click, it's 66. Yeah, so we're back with our regular programming now after a series of three Halloween special episodes. Apologies so to anyone who's too scared for the... Halloween specials. Yeah, they weren't too they bad. Weren't, they weren't bad. They weren't but bad. I can understand why you would avoid them if you're not that way inclined. And I'll personally apologize to anyone I've traumatized with chicken because I got a few messages about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trish told a raw chicken themed horror story <laughs> and I've been chopping up my Kievs like a freaking toddler since. <laughs> <laughs> so I have extreme chicken anxiety. Yeah, sorry now, but I did survive to tell the tale, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, so lots has happened since we done our normal, normal schedule. Yeah, that's it. I nearly forget everything that's happened. That's like, it's funny because October was dominated by Halloween episodes and then I kept seeing or hearing or consuming things and being like, oh no, I can't use this. And mm-hmm. yet now I'm like, what did I watch or do all month? <laughs> reflect, reflect. Yeah. But um, um, also just welcome to any new listeners now. Mm-hmm. So we've gathered some new listeners. Um, obviously, Halloween may have attracted you in, but we hope you'll stay with us. Yeah. So each week, it's better to start on the latest episodes because like you can go back by all means, but we're kind of topical each week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. The Some of what we talk about is kind of current or relevant to the yeah. time. So, But we'll keep you company. Time traveling also. Yes. <laughs> From so past selves. If you wish. Um. So TV guide. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching much? I w- Could I start by just saying, because I'll get the Halloween-y bit out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like the fall of the House of Usher. I watched all that. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would rate it. All right. That was Mike Flanagan's mm. new show. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch it, obviously. We watched it. Is that what we watched an episode or two of, Darren? One episode. We watched one episode. Yeah, I wasn't feeling it after one episode. Yeah, probably could have given it more time, but we just weren't in the TV series watching mode in October, kind of, because we were busy. That was the only thing, but I did enjoy it. Like, I'd say I would have needed to stick with it. Um, No, I watched it. I would give it four ripe avocados. Uh, There was some of it was, there was probably three scenes in it that I found harrowing. Do you know, like, very, very disturbing yeah there's a few jump scares in the first episode too but i found the first episode palatable for cowards like yeah i was fit for it yeah yeah, and i was able to go to the bathroom by myself after and everything i would say if you persevered you would enjoy it bar the three horrific scenes (laughs) yeah you'd probably need to time stamp them for me yeah 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 but um no it was very good now i have to say i did Mm. enjoy it that was on netflix yeah on netflix mike flanagan's latest one so, do you want to start kick off there, or will I continue mm, on? No, you continue on, sure. I watched a film recently. Now, I'd never heard of this film. Identity. Identity. It came out in two thousand and three. Mm, it's not ringing any bells now. John Cusack's in it, mm. except this time he's traumatized in a motel rather than a hotel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man can't did catch ever, a break. Did you ever hear of it, Darren? Um, so it's like a psychological thriller, but it's a whodunit kind of movie in which, I don't know if you're anything like me, like some evenings you just want a nice whodunit mm. movie like. So watch that. 
Couldn't believe I never heard of it. But I enjoyed it. Well, that's good. What was that on? Uh, that was on Now TV. Mm. So I did I? No, I don't yeah. think I've ever even heard There's of a group it. of strangers, like there's 10 strangers in a motel and each one of them gets killed off. Mm-hmm. And obviously you're following the mystery, but there's a bit of a side story going as well. Mm-hmm. That sounds so, good. So, yeah, it definitely kept me on the edge of my seat. But when it came off then, I was like 2003, I was like, oh my God, that's 20 years ago. I know that's nearly the most horrifying thing of all. Yeah. So I was <laughs> looking up then. Do you know what other film is turning 20 years this year? Mean Girl? No, that dead already. Yeah. No, I Elf. Know. Oh, Elf. Yeah, I read that. That's 20 years this year, yeah. Um, So couldn't believe it. It's scary. Couldn't believe it. But I would recommend, yeah, Identity on Now TV. Again, four ripe avocados. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing then that I've been binging, which is... So basic, but all the Harry Potters are on Netflix now. Mm. And as much as I loved the Harry Potter films, I only ever seen one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So I've I've gone past number three now. Mm. But it's such nice dark evenings, November watching. Like, yeah, it's really cozy. Yeah, there's something a little bit Christmassy about them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's nearly it's the perfect segue from Halloween. Into yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's nice transitional. Yeah, isn't it? Beautiful. Yeah, I think we mentioned that before. Darren always falls asleep because the soundtrack and the music's so tranquil and everything. Darren falls asleep the minute we put on a Harry Potter. <laughs> like he's <Really>? out. <laughs> I get that. And the cinema as well. Back in the day, he used to be <laughs> snoring. Yeah. But I love them. I love the books. Yeah, there's something the very cozy about them. Um, so that's been all my watching as late. I have a few mm. other things that I watched. But I'm saving them for ne- next week. Okay. I know. We'll I'm in the process. carried away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in transit with them. Um, I'll just mention two films, actually. I've watched some shows as well, but I'll stick with the films this week as well. Um, so one film Darren suggested on the night before Halloween, he wanted to watch a horror type of thing. And then I don't really like horror, so mm-hmm. we had to negotiate mm-hmm. a little bit. And then Darren said, oh, no, this isn't really like a horror. It's more like a psychological thriller type of thing. So I was like, right, OK, we'll watch it. <laughs> um, and it's called Us. And it came out in 2019. Have you seen it? This is Jordan Peele's. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Us is the one. The family is doubled up. Yeah. No, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I thought that was good funny just when you mentioned that sorry not to interrupt but last night because i signed up to now tv again <laughs> thus watching identity but his other film jordan peele's other film nope mm, oh, is on now tv one. and that actually got good reviews so i might watch that this week but anyway back mm-hmm. to us yeah so jordan peele is the man behind get out as well if anyone had seen that mm-hmm. so i thought then right okay I, uh, get out was brilliant and i definitely manage that because Mm -hmm. it's more psychological and a little bit jumpy i thought us is a lot creepier us is definitely creepy like it starts off with this little girl and her mum and dad in the 80s and they're like at a fun fair on the beach Mm -hmm. and then the mum says to the dad watch her i need to go to the bathroom but he's playing a shooting game and the wee girl she's about eight heads away down to the beach and then she goes into this house of mirrors just off the beach and then we don't know what she had seen but she's traumatized 
and then the movie just kind of goes on from that like what her trauma as she's an adulthood and it's like an invasion of the body snatchers vibe but it's Hmm. very good do you remember years ago on ellen they visited i don't know that in la somewhere but they'd done uh like a haunted house tour but it was based on us all right. So it was like they were walking through it and it was all because they kind of wear like red boiler suits, isn't mm, it? Orange. Or, or, or whatever. No, maybe it was red. It was red. Yeah. So they're like walking through and there's all these people with like kind of staring faces. God. Just yeah. No, it's very creepy. I was oh, I was really freaked out. It gets 93% in Rotten Tomatoes and I would definitely give it like 4.5 ripe avocados even though I was scared. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed it. No, it's a good film. It's good. Like, it's Lupita Nyong'o, Elizabeth Moss and then isn't Jordan Peele? He's the man in yeah. it as well yeah. as the creator and the director and everything. So, it's very good. what I was going to say as well. I don't know, did you watch Mad TV? years ago it was like a skit show i used to watch it on youtube so it was like a comedy show Mm. but jordan peele also done a movie that's what i was just looking up there uh it was in 2016 keanu oh right did you ever see this so it's jordan peele um and another guy keegan michael key oh i know him yeah he he was in mad tv as well Mm. but it's basically about the two of them and they lose their kitten you would love it I almost look that up. Yeah. It's on, oh no, it's only on YouTube. YouTube. But it's like an action comedy. Ah. But it's brilliant. Mm. Brilliant now, I have to say. Well, no, he's he's very talented now. So that, we watched, was that a Google Movies or something? Yeah, we had to pay like three or four euro or something to watch us on Google Movies, I think. Well, I've written down it is on Google Movies and it's yeah. on YouTube to buy. So it's a few quid. Keanu is also on Google Movies for $3.99 I see here. Ah, that'll be worth it. And then the second movie that we watched is called Flora and Son. So (laughs) this is now (laughs) for OG listeners now. This is on Apple TV. (laughs) If anyone wants to get Apple TV again, I'm kind of on an Apple TV train at the minute again. Are you? Because the morning show's back, so I'm back on it now. Oh, yeah. Um, so Flora and Son is on Apple TV, <laughs> and it gets 93% in Rotten Tomatoes as well. And it's a movie with Eve Houston in it, also known as Bono's Daughter. <laughs> oh. uh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it as well. And it's like a little kind of um, quirky romantic comedy type thing uh, set in the Liberties in Dublin. And it's about... Flora is the mother of a kind of a teenage delinquent boy and she's trying to get him into music and he's not interested so she decides to get into music herself and she meets um, a guitar teacher on YouTube who teaches classes and it's Joseph (laughs) Gordon-Levitt in California so it's this kind of weird relationship between Dublin and California online type of thing but it's really unique film it's so enjoyable I have to say I'd give it maybe four, 3.5, four ripe avocados. Like it's not going to change the world. And what me and Darren had both said was it was meant to be set in the Liberties in Dublin and be a real representation of that kind of part of Dublin and that kind of upbringing and everything. Like, but it definitely wasn't rough enough around the ages. You know, like her apartment and everything was quite nice. It wasn't meant to be. Even she'd be wearing tracksuits, but everything was a wee bit too pristine. But at the same time, it was a good film. Like, I, I definitely would recommend it. 
I see that Jack Rayner is in it as well. Oh yeah, he's in it too. He's not in it very much, but I he is in it. I couldn't remember what he was in. He was in that What Richard Did. Oh he's, yeah, he's in Sing Street as well. And Sing Street, yeah, yeah. So no, it's good. It's kind of actually would remind you, we would have say Sing Street meets 500 Days of Summer kind of thing. Yeah. It's good. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I'd say, was the perfect choice for that role. Oh, he's so good in it. <laughs> like you just fall in love with him within three minutes. He's oh, perfect really? in it. The two of them have great chemistry. It's so she's very likable. <laughs> she is. Uh, she got a lot of crap for doing the film, which annoyed me because they were saying, you know, oh, she's this upper class, rich, you know, nepo baby. What does she know about growing up in the liberties in Dublin? But it's like, sure, it's every actor acting. isn't representative of every background. <laughs> like, what? Where do you start and stop with that mentality? Yeah, like, she was great in it. Now, my only little critique would be that her accent, her like. Liberty's Dublin accent would falter from time to time. Oh, really? But it must be quite hard to do when you're from a county to do the accent of another part of your county consistently. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh consistently, definitely. That's what I was thinking. So we'll let her off with that. But no, I just thought it's a nice thing call, to watch. Um, Imelda May. <laughs> yeah, that's what she should have just really studied and shadowed yeah, yeah, yeah. Imelda May. Like, she didn't <laughs> sound like Imelda May. Let's just put it like that. No, I would just, if anyone was looking for a little lighthearted thing to watch, Flora and Son is good. And if anyone's looking to scare the bejesus out of themselves and leave yourself slightly psychologically damaged, then Us is very good. <laughs> Nothing like a good psychological damaging from time to time. Yeah, because I actually put the trailer on for Dad of Us to yeah. see because I was telling him about it and he couldn't even watch the whole trailer. He's he just, a really he's, scary Yeah, man. he switched For a man off. that met Julie. <laughs> Julia. I know. So, I don't know. But yeah, that's all my TV guide. Um, so World Wide what, Web. What, what's the next segment? I can't remember. <laughs> it's been that long. World Wide Web. So, and I know we've already mentioned Christmas once in this episode, mm -hmm. but I'll probably be mentioning Christmas another two times. It's grand. I'm actually mentioning it once as well. And <laughs> I do not condone any of the early. Christmas songs being played on the radios or any of that. Darren's, Darren look at, Darren's looking in disgust. He really and hates I, November Christmas. Yeah. But you know, it's it's good to be prepared. But I seen a thing on, it's an account on Instagram. It's just at cocktails. But right. they have great ideas. And you know, you see like different ideas then for kind of Christmassy drinks. Mm. But this seemed to be floating around now. A couple of people had sent it to me these ice cubes but people are putting cranberry and rosemary in the ice cubes oh yeah I've and then on the gram they're having like glasses of prosecco and just popping the ice cubes in oh nice yeah i thought nothing like leveling up your mm. prosecco with an ice cube but then i went on a whole little adventure looking up other creative ideas for ice cubes mm -hmm. so there's a few good ones here so I thought, where was it now? Oh, yeah. So you can do iced coffee cubes. Freeze leftover coffee into cubes and use them in the iced coffee to avoid diluting it. Oh, right. Clever. Yeah. I know we're not really in iced coffee season anymore, but I do mm. like an iced coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, then fruit infusions. Obviously, you can have the berry, citrus slices, melon chunks. But another thing i was reading they actually done lemon zest and lime zest in the ice cubes oh that'll be tasty yeah i thought it was a, a good one as well just for cocktails mm. 
And then icy desserts, freezing cubes of sweetened condes- condensed milk or chocolate syrup. All right. Don't know, would you just eat away at them? <clears throat> and then the last one I was looking at, oh yeah, freezing soda, mm. such as Coke or orange to avoid dilution. A lot right. of people don't like the dilution. Yeah, a lot of people seem to be. It's like those, you know, the soda streams, you know, yeah. that you get like, I kind of like the ones, you know, you get in the cinema or mm. like Subway or whatever. They're a wee bit watery. I kind of like them a little bit watery. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't be as wild fussy. Yeah. But. Good hacks. Yeah. So I'm not Ahead of the festive cocktail season. I know. I can't wait for mulled wine. But anyway, we'll save that for another. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may wait. <laughs> Steady yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, I just went on a nice cube frenzy ah. on the World Wide Web. And then, obviously, to mention on the World Wide Web, Matthew Perry passing away. Oh, I know. I know, it was so sad. Yeah, it was sad. Like, I think... It was, he was such an iconic part yeah. of our upbringing because through our teens and 20s, Friends was just, like, in the background or but it had a resurgence all the time. Of popularity as well, like, with... Mm. You know, ones Once, when it was on Netflix that mm-hmm. time, then all the younger audience kind of just rediscovered it or discovered it for the first time. Or then yeah. parents were introducing it to their kids as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's really weird. It's like such an iconic person and quite young as and well. And when you look back at the scene, I'd say they're so glad now they've done the Friends reunion. Yeah. Because there were so many nice clips. Yeah. That was nice, actually, yeah. in hindsight. And there was one clip of him, I don't know had you seen it. I remember watching it at the time and he was just saying, you know, if you're on a night out and you bumped into one of the other friends characters, mm-hmm. he said that was it. He said you had to apologize yeah. to your friends that you were with and just said, look at, I'm going to be spending the night chatting to these and catching yeah. up with these. I know, they seem like such good, genuine Yeah, they friends. just have a, such a bond, like. Mm, which is nice because each of them seem like really wholesome, nice people as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they could easily be so egotistical and so Hollywood, but yeah. they don't come across that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. R.I.P. Matthew. For Matthew. Um, so my World Wide Web actually has a Christmas tinge to it as well. You might have already heard of this because it's old news, but I just found the article online and I thought it was funny. Uh-huh. So did you hear that a bar in Texas, one, and I think it was two years ago, banned All I Want for Christmas being played? Um, and they have a famous jukebox. It's a bar now. What was the bar called? Stonely Bar in Dallas. So they have a jukebox, and All I Want for Christmas by Mar- Mariah Carey is banned in the jukebox jukebox in November, and it's only allowed to be played once the entire month of December. <laughs> once oh my god <laughs> so it went but really could you imagine you're in that bar for the yeah. one time it's played yeah i know it'd be like oh my god peak christmas yeah um so they kind of just said it for the crack they had this like sign up in their bar a couple of years ago to just say like beside the jukebox all i want for christmas is banned so they had kind of removed the ability of being able to play it in okay November. so you couldn't even no you couldn't even it. chance it okay. and then and i don't know how they rationed it for the one play in december and then this went really viral at the time and Mariah Carey even tweeted them a picture of herself wearing like armor and was like, is this the war on Christmas? Have you declared a war on Christmas? <laughs> and then they were bantering back with her and everything. So it was like really good marketing for their pub. 
It is unreal marketing. Yeah, and it was just like they didn't intend for it to be a marketing ploy. They only put. Did like, they not? I don't think so because like they didn't come across that intentional. It was like a word document printed out and just tacked up beside the jukebox, and it was a journalist who happened to be in the bar and saw this and tweeted it. Mm. So they hadn't even tweeted about it. Okay, listen up, pubs of Ireland. Yeah, if you want a big PR stunt. Ban fairy tale of New York. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so that's what a pub could do now to piggyback off this, but also they'd be hated and slated if they did it. Yeah, I don't know what it go down as well here. No. But then to be fair, fairy tale of New York wouldn't be played in November in a pub here. It would wouldn't. It? I don't no. think it would. Sacrilege. I hope not. Well, we'll have to keep an ear out. Yeah. That just feels wrong. Maybe. Whereas all I want for Christmas is kind of played like the minute Halloween's over. Yeah. I haven't heard it yet, mind you, but still. Do you want will I throw just, it on No, there? don't. Well, I, well don't. sing your verse. I don't even <laughs> mind it, but like just, uh, Dar- well, Darren's not with us at the minute, but he, Darren really, really hates the prolonged Christmas because he loves Christmas, but he's like, it should be just in the vacuum of two or three weeks and then it becomes really sickening whenever it's stretched out. Yeah. But it's no hate to anybody who likes to stretch it out because if putting up your tree and stuff brings you joy, do it as early yeah. as you want, but it wouldn't be for us. This is the other thing I was going to mention to you before we started recording. So yesterday, we're recording here on Sunday. Yesterday I took down my like Halloween decker. Okay, but in the Halloween decker I had a few, like yourself here, little velvet pumpkins, mm-hmm. basic stuff, you know. Um, And I was like, all the orange themed fall stuff. I was like, when is Thanksgiving? And then I was like, Thanksgiving isn't until, not that we celebrate Thanksgiving, mm. but that's the 27th of November. Yeah, it's like the last weekend, because Black Friday's I didn't realise it was so far Black into Friday November, after. like. Mm. So then I was like, maybe I could have left up these pumpkins if I was celebrating <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd say in the States, they probably leave their autumnal decor up yeah. until, like, I can I just over. turn stuff up the end of September. Not that much, like, just a few bits, but yesterday I just cleared it out of the way. But I couldn't believe that... Mm. Yeah, like it must be an awful panic then for the Americans to whip all yeah. the pumpkins away. And yeah, but they aren't in America. They, they don't celebrate, celebrate Christmas as intensely as yeah. we do. So yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. think they'd be rushing that much to put up their Christmas trees and stuff. Yeah. And then in Canada, Thanksgiving is like now maybe. It's a lot earlier. That's I need to fact check right. it, but it's definitely like end of October, start I need of to November. Check in with my Canadian buddy, Adele. Yeah, we have a few Canadian listeners: Kelly, oh, Nessa, Kathleen. Oh, um, hello, Canadian listeners. Yeah. If you're anything like my friend Adele, it's like <laughs> the, the biggest rise we can get out of Adele is to say that she's American. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just like somebody saying to us that we're English, I suppose. Oh, Canadian Thanksgiving is the 9th of October. Yeah, it's so early in comparison. That makes so more it's sense. It's a completely different holiday and different history and everything. So moving sure. on. Moving on. Oh, the only other World Wide Web thing that I was going to mention was that, did you know that Dahi O'Shea had a hair transplant that was assisted by artificial intelligence? Eh, uh, no. 
Can't say that's in my repertoire of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, last Christmas, because he's now an ambassador for the Hair Restoration Clinic in Tralee. So it. it's used AI-issued robotic technology to do his transplant. And it, like, I don't know exactly how transplants work, but it takes a while for it to kind of cultivate as such. So he was quoted by saying he's a grand quiff on the go now and it's growing rightly. And I think now it's come to fruition and he's very happy with his treatment. So he's an ambassador for the clinic now. <laughs> Amazing. I thought that was interesting. Why not? I know when I was living in Dublin, there was a clinic in Black Rock that done hair transplants. And I suppose it wouldn't have been chatted about that much at the time. But I think it was, um, yeah, Louis Walsh was their ambassador. All right. Yeah, I was just fact checking myself there. Yep, there he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, Louis, you're looking well. Very Where puff, are you, puffy. Louis, now? Where is Louis now? I don't know. I think he's just taking it handy. Remember we, I recommended ages ago an episode of Darren Garahue's podcast yes. with him on it? It's very good. Yeah. Um, But he seems to be just kind of doing a Chilling. lot of little deals in the background, but no televised stuff or whatever yeah but yeah so any recommendations for us this week darren's gonna kill us chat about christmas i know darren you missed a really interesting segment there you would have liked about christmas about a a pub in texas that's banned all i want for christmas in november and you're they're only it's only allowed to be played once in december (laughs) (laughs) okay anyway you're not like this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just think it's important to mention this app now because if you're trying to get organized, mm-hmm. you're better to download it now. So it's an app I downloaded like maybe a couple of years ago, but I find it great. So it is called simply Christmas Gift List. But mm-hmm. in it, you can like make a list. You can put little attachments on. You can put little pictures on. You can put budgets on to your Christmas gift list. Mm-hmm. And even there's a section then on it for like gifts you need to wrap, gifts you don't need to wrap. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, stop laughing, would you? Well, that app will be no good to Darren because he just should download it on Christmas Eve because that's you don't wrap. That's you? when he does everything: the shopping, the wrapping, everything. McGee's wrap everything for him. <laughs> McGee's wrap everything for him. He says. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, the app sounds very good to some, but and I then, don't think okay, it'll work for them. And then, okay, yes, him. I take your counter-argument. The men of this country that go out doing their shopping on Christmas Eve, maybe you are the smart ones, because usually it's quieter. Like, you're not out in the hustle and bustle. Yeah, Darren's there with all the men in McGee's Pharmacy on Christmas Eve. <laughs> it is so funny. It's such a sight to behold. Because sometimes I go along with them, and I'm just like, you just see men... Cat, not even frantically, just strolling around town, laden down with bags. Like they're hilarious, akin to the priest in the lingerie section <laughs> yeah. of Mother Ted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, sorry, no, sorry, sorry. What was the app's name again? So it was called just simply Christmas Some- Gift List. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, Christmas Gift List. Oh, Christmas Gift. But like, it's a really, and I like that on some apps. I think there should be more simple format apps out there you know sometimes yeah. you download an app and it's like there's all different tabs mm-hmm. and different, this is like really straightforward yeah, you can good. put in your budget helps manage ideas mm-hmm. and yeah that's cool all that like i think it's great google keep is good enough like that too though i do see my google, google keep, keep is good. in a mess now oh is that but and i use well i don't use google keep 
No, is this notes? Keep notes. Yeah, yeah. sorry, that is Google yeah, Keep. Yeah, because you can. I like that because you can make checklists and put in pictures. Yeah, but look, look at my keep between the podcast. Oh yeah, you and need between to declutter it. Oh, it's bad, and I've a, I've a lot archived as well. Yeah. Oh well. But I'm just the kind of person I need to like. Yeah, the app's probably good for you to go. keep it consolidated and yeah. simple and handy. Yeah, so I would recommend it. Mm. I just think there's no harm in being prepared. Mm-hmm. That's a good recommendation. Um, so we were in Belfast a couple of weeks ago for a night and we had a great time, myself and Darren. Um, we went for dinner in a place called Home, a restaurant in Belfast. I'm not sure exactly whereabouts, but it wasn't oh. very far from the Fitzwilliam Hotel anyway. It was like five minutes walks, kind of between the Fitzwilliam and Victoria Square, kind of. Is this a small place? Yeah, really quite small. I think I have been in this. You keep talking there. Yeah, it was, so it was gorgeous. Um, like, it was just really, really nice. Like, small enough menu, but so tasty. Like, very, very good service. Not overly expensive at all for the quality of food you were getting. And the cocktails were fabulous i got this like irish iced coffee cocktail it was good it was kind of more or less like an espresso martini but like more milkshakey but it was gorgeous and i got like a a roast chicken type dinner but it was class um and then my second belfast recommendation would be that i went to a place called or i we went to a place called pocket for breakfast then the next day that's kind of behind buttles bar it was phenomenal. Oh my gosh. And the menu on it too was just cool. Like there was loads of like sweet breakfasts and stuff in it. You should look up the menu and just drool. I'm kind of hungry now. But we had these like green eggs. They were amazing. It was like some kind of big pesto greeny thing over the eggs. And then on top of this big like scone sourdough bread. It just looked class and tasted class. But it was a wee bit pokey. That's the only thing if you were like. If you weren't in good form after a night out or something, it might be a bit overstimulating. It's very, you know, one of those kind of quirky places that's just everyone's like in on top of each other. Yeah. But the food was 10 out of 10. It was actually a listener called Neve who told me about, po- told us about Pocket. Um, so that's home and Pocket. And the other thing I tried a Negroni when I was in Belfast and I really like them. Spagliato. Yeah. And I just thought like, I wonder is a Negroni actually nice? And I liked it. So, what is in a Negroni? I don't even know. Is it like, um, is it like bitters or something? No, uh, Darren, would you look it up? Because no, but like, what did it taste like? Let your taste buds do the. Um, what did it taste like? It was dry. Like I like dry drinks. It was dry with a and it wee wasn't bit like of, weirdly. Then there was like a fruitiness to it. I'd say a person who likes an aperol spritz was, yeah. would like a Negroni. That's kind of they in don't my even head. taste the same. As such, but it's that like better yet dry kind of thing. And a very simple presentation. Yeah, it's just in like a little tumbler. Yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that in Revolution de Cuba. Um, so yeah, we had a great time in Belfast and there were my recommendations. Like we just decided to go to a couple of places that we'd not been before because we go nearly every year. Like so, um, Darren, do you want to say into the mic what's in it? Or can Patricia read. can do mm-hmm. so because we're getting a lot of feedback neg- that Darren, you know, needs obviously we need a mic for Darren, so he's probably very reluctant to speak, so he doesn't want to get trolled for speaking low. <laughs> That's why he's mute. <laughs> oh yes, feedback. <laughs> a Negroni is an Italian cocktail. Oh, part is made of gin, one part, then one part vermouth, 
Oh, yeah. Pronounce that? yeah. Vermouth. One part Campari. Garnished with orange peel. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, oh, you taste orange. Oh, it's stirred, not shaken. Oh, you don't taste gin. You don't taste the gin. I didn't anyway. It is built over ice in an old-fashioned or rocks glass. Yeah. Don't know what I like it. I don't But like I would it. try it. Yeah. I wouldn't be gone on April spritz. Yeah, it mightn't be for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then it's like, what? It's very, like, I seen a meme about this. It was something like, there's no disappointment, like, spending a tenner on a cocktail you don't like. That's oh, quite yeah. devastating. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't know. Ooh. Maybe you should Shot try and make one at home. But then you'd have to probably spend the guts of 80 oh, euro yeah. on yeah, the... she can give me what you don't use. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, sure, you'd use the gin, would you? I would use gin, yeah. And what's the ver- vermouth? vermouth? I don't even know. What I don't even do. know what that is. Unless, nah, and then nah you you're going to waste so much money, you don't you? Anyway, they're change. grand, they're nice. Okay, okay. Um, just when you're on about pocket there, <laughs> I'm being hung over in a cafe. Just had a little flashback there. Listener Gronya will know this story. This is years ago. We'd been out uh, in Mayo. I'll not disclose places but the next day we ended up in a little cafe Mm -hmm. and this cafe was really like rough and ready Mm -hmm. and we went in a greasy spoon kind of place greasy spoon would be the word but i still have the image like it was you know when you're really hanging like Mm -hmm. but there was this chef you you could see cooking everything and he had what looked like a kilogram of sugar kind of bag Mm -hmm. size of like this shaker with right. aromat in it. Oh. And like he was <laughs> and he was cooking and he was He was being liberal with the aromat. Oh god, yeah. There was like yellow dust flying in the air. <laughs> but then I didn't realise until recently. So like you know the way you hear people on about MSG, mm. monosodium mm. glucosamate or whatever. Yeah. That's in like Chinese and all that. Like mm-hmm. aromat is MSG. Yeah, yeah. Just I didn't know this. In little condiment shaker form. It's u- uma- unami, isn't that what they call it? Yeah. The Japanese. Yeah. It's just when it needs a little. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's the same. Walker's cheese and onion crisps, I think, are riddled in it. MSG. Yeah, or like like a, an MSG in the form of some kind of like aromat yeah. Well, I still have the vision of this fella and he wasn't, he wasn't a small lad. Was that like, making you sick? Yeah. And it was mm. just grease and aromat. I know it's so funny because sometimes a good greasy spoon can be great after a night out, but I feel like it has to be like quite hygienic. Because see if then an egg's presented to me and it's not a good looking egg, (laughs) game over. You're such a good looking (laughs) egg. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like just any wee thing could just tip me over the edge, hygiene wise. Eggs. No, with eggs now, if it was an egg that you know, sometimes you get a fried egg. And you think the top of it is nearly translucent. Oh, Christ, yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. worse than raw chicken. I'd eat a raw fillet before I'd eat that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't eat a raw fillet. <laughs> Somebody was saying, no, actually, I can't tell that story. Never mind. Moving on. Go on. Can no, you I not? really, I really can't. No. Is it about an egg? <laughs> no, it's about a raw chicken, but no, just I really can't. <laughs> Cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all the crack then with the recommendations. Mm-hmm. Have you any trivia? Um, it's not really. Well, I have two 
one wee thing, right? So I just saw it's more World Wide Web, but it's a wee bit of trivia. So I'll just mention it very quickly. And if you have anything to add, that might be better. But I kept seeing this viral video. I thought it was so cute. It's a pop-up restaurant in Japan and it's called the Restaurant of Mistaken Orders. Have you seen this? And yeah. it's actually like um, a community enterprise thing. So 30%, 37% of all your orders will be wrong. And you're told this going in. But the staff actually all have dementia. So they're like being helped by core oh staff to kind of take orders and serve. And it's all about raising awareness for dementia. The money goes back into dementia awareness and support campaigns. And it's kind of to help build a sort of a kind and inclusive community around serving so and the video nice. the videos are lovely because the staff with dementia are so happy because they're getting all these hits of human interaction and everything and like yeah. they feel like that they're contributing to something by just doing the simple tasks of taking orders and serving food um and then also a lot of the customers that come in can sometimes be family or it can just be random people but apparently apparently it's just like um such a dopamine hit of a place it's like Aww. really lovely so yeah it's called the restaurant of mistaken or mistaken orders and it's a pop-up so it occasionally pops up in japan in different places that's so cute um, i thought it was lovely that is lovely mm. that's a nice one to end on yeah, so that is all the crack. Um, I guess we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye-bye.